You're listening to The John Moore Show, live from the NCAA Basketball Tournament. A very disciplined team, well-coached. They're going to run their stuff, play the slower pace. Um, uh, Player of the year in the conference, Mitchell is uh, um, from Belgium. So, I mean, uh, Manu uh, Manu and him, uh, uh, I'm sure he saw him. Manu played back in the day and knows him. And uh, I know Coach Jacobs saw him uh, when he was 17 or 18. He was a good player. So, uh, he really does a great job moving the ball and and getting it to the right spots and the right people and at the same time can really score. They got um, really good players around them. Now with the Bears on the road to the Final Four, here's the voice of the Baylor Bears, John Morris and Aaron Sexton. Back with us as we continue our coverage from Denver, Colorado, Baylor and Cal Santa Barbara coming up on Friday. Coverage brought to you by Morrison's Gifts. Southwest Sports Medicine and Orthopedics, Richard Carr, Buick, GMC, Cadillac, and Myatt Fuels. And that's Coach Scott Drew in the rejoin talking about their opening round opponent, the Gauchos of Cal Santa Barbara. Let's get some more information. Welcome in the voice of the Gauchos. Max Kelton joins us now. And Max, we appreciate your time today. How are you doing? Hey, John. What a, what a total pleasure. An institution over there at Baylor. Hey, we're, I'm, I'm, I'm grateful to be speaking with you today. Well, that's very kind of you. I appreciate that. Uh, and you're not here yet in Denver. Uh, you must have some baseball or something else going on, huh? Sure. We got, we got a whole, whole home slate over at UC Santa Barbara today and up or up around the Southern California area. And, you know, I, I've been, I've been calling all of the home, home games and matches for, for a bunch of sports with the Gauchos. So, you know, as, as much as I would love to travel with UCSB, you know, duty calls, uh, when, when we're talking back home. So. We'll I got gotcha. you. Denver, just... but we'll certainly be watching from afar. Gotcha. Sounds good. Well, give us a sense of this season. Uh, you know, we're just we're just learning about the Gauchos. Uh, record very impressive, twenty-seven and seven. Big West co-champs, Big Twelve tournament champs. Uh, of course, AJ Mitchell, Big West Player of the Year. Uh, just give us a sense of how good a season uh, Cal Santa Barbara is having. This is a really fun season for UCSB. They opened up the year 20 and four. Head coach Joe, Joe Pasternak in his sixth year with the Gauchos has done a great job in developing a culture with this school and this program that hasn't been seen in over a decade. And when you ask them one word to describe how you can you can talk about their style of play, they'll say attitude. That's the word they've been saying and and and, and preaching in the locker room all season long. Attitude indicates that this team will play with anyone and not just play the the opponent brand of basketball, but bring their basketball into the arena. And I think that's what Joe Pasternak and his team is expecting this year. They're a bunch of seniors and one terrific sophomore guard. They uh, four of them transfers and from Power Five schools, and you know you just. It, it feels like a different, you know, different ideas come in, come into the world when you know you talk about UCSB and Baylor because I think that this team can keep pace with anybody. They're a terrific offensive team, and frankly, I think that they'll be able to keep pace with Baylor's three guards. Well, that sounds good. I mean, what a great year they have had. Tell us a little bit more about Mitchell. Uh, and there, and there are a bunch of foreign players on the roster. Uh, they're very international with their recruiting. It looks like. 
No doubt about it. When you score on a kid like A.J. Mitchell last year, it makes sense to bring in some other other guys like Matija Belic. Yakov Kukic has been here for a few years. You know, those are good role players on this team. But make no mistake, this offense runs through its starters because of a lack of depth due to injury this season. At the start of the year, a guy like K.K. Tung is a freshman out of South Sudan. He was getting big minutes. Jari Sani is a starting guard at six and a half points per game. He hasn't played. Uh, since since mid-February, and, you know, he's questionable to play in the tournament's first game against Baylor. So I think the the real question is, what is it, what are the starters going to do? And make no mistake, you know, those, those numbers are run through A.J. Mitchell. He's a terrific player. His father, Barry Mitchell, played overseas, and A.J. has a different style of play than his pops. He's much more physical when he drives to the basket, but, boy, is he quick, too. And he has just a bag of moves at his disposal that, frankly, it makes him so unique that the conference said, well, not only is this young man winning, but as a sophomore, he won player of the year over many other players in that conference with some more experience as, as older guys. But this kid, he was a freshman of the year last year. He's a, a player of the year this year. And he don't doesn't just score the basketball, but he makes his teammates better. And that's been the key for A.J. Mitchell all season. And that's why I think Joe Pasternak and Gaucho Faithful have rode this dude to a Big West Tournament Championship. And uh, you mentioned Ajari Sani uh, from Houston, Clear Lake High School, the only Texan on your roster. Uh, Coach Alvin Brooks uh, and our our coaches here know about him. But you say uh, questionable if he'll be available to play on Friday. Sure thing. You know, I, I think we we spoke to well, I spoke to Joe. You know, after the selection, and uh, we were we were there at the selection show. He was he made himself available for the media before you know graciously running out to see how Baylor played against Iowa State almost immediately. Uh, but you know what I, I I asked him. I said, well, first you know what, what do you think about the matchup, and then you know we talked about Ajari, and he said we're going to see this week. We're going to see this week uh, about Ajari because he's hopeful to play, but they're looking at practice. And frankly, I can't give away anything up until you know maybe maybe early Friday to see whether he'll play or not. Uh, but the real, you know, the real question is that this team has been playing very well with Sonny off the floor. Now you talk about that three runs kid, that three games kid in mid February. Well, the first game they were not only down uh, KK Tong due to injury, but they were also down a guy like Andre Kelly who had been suspended one game prior to that. Then the next game over, you know, you lose uh, two players who are getting big minutes, and it's difficult to find that rotation. And then they. Simply just got into a groove and now clicking at the right time. And frankly, we talk about it when when it's November. We talk about it when it's December. The right time to click is in March. This is a team and a program that hasn't won a NCAA tournament game since 1990. But through all the trials and tribulations, through all the adversity, it feels fitting that this year would be uh, a first time since situation. Yeah, very dangerous. I mean, from Baylor's perspective, very dangerous team uh, is one at a very high level, those international players, you know. So I'm telling you, now Santa Barbara, Barbara has full attention coming up in this game on Friday. Max Kelton, our guest play-by-play voice for uh, Cal Santa Barbara. And the tournament opens here on Friday. We're coming to you from Denver this afternoon. What are uh, What would you be your thoughts, Max, on the competition in the Big West Conference and then who – uh, the Gauchos played in non-conference compared to what they'll see in a Big 12 school like Baylor on Friday. Well, 
let's answer the, you know, the Big West aspect first. You know, this is an ultra-competitive conference. At the top of the conference, there are, I think, five or six teams with double-digit conference victories. So it was extremely top-heavy, and going into the tournament, it, was, it felt, an analyst would, would describe it as a conference that anyone could win and move on to go dancing. UC Santa Barbara earned a share of Big West championship, but early on in the Big West, you know, the Gauchos had rolled over opponents starting the conference season 8-0. This is a team that was really clicking at the right time, and a couple of injuries derailed the train. But Joe Pasternak, and bless his soul, he's been able to get this, this team back on the right track. And now I feel like they're scoring the ball at an even better clip. I think that this rotation is what has led them to win the Big West. And ultimately, you talk about that start of the year, the non-conference play. Let's get it straight. Baylor, make no mistake, is has, has had the fourth strongest schedule of the country that is a team who has been battle-tested. And UCSB may make the case that with a 196th strength of schedule in the NCAA, you can say they haven't played against anybody or Baylor's prowess. And I don't think you're wrong at that point. The real question is, you know, who has more on the line? And I talked about this a couple of days. I think it was on, on second 365. We talked about how who has more to lose in this game. And, you know, I think Scott Drew and Baylor certainly have their backs to the wall playing against a tough draw with UC Santa Barbara. If the Gauchos don't win, then hey, you know, this is this is what was expected already a great season, the most wins in program history. But if Baylor comes out on the losing end, there's a lot more at stake. And frankly, I think with the pressure's on for one team more so than the other, and could smell disaster for the Baylor Bears. Yeah, that's a good thought. I mean, the higher-seeded team always, uh, you would say, might have more pressure on them. So uh, I know Baylor, again, will be ready because they respect uh, what Coach Pasternak has put together there and the season that Cal Santa Barbara is having. Hey, man, it's great to catch up with you. I really appreciate your time today. Thanks for your insight, and uh, thanks for being on with us this afternoon. John, thank you so much, and best of luck in Denver. Have fun. Sounds great. Thanks very much, Max. Max Kelton, the play-by-play voice for the Gauchos of Cal Santa Barbara. It's Baylor's first round opponent in the NCAA tournament comes up on Friday. We're on the air at 12 noon, tip-off at 12.30. That's central time on uh, on Friday from the ball arena here in Denver. Uh, Aaron, you know, I'm straddling a couple of time zones, and then when we get Max on with us, straddling three time zones because <laughs> he's in uh, California, so that's the Pacific time zone. Uh, we're in Denver, which is the mountain time zone, and you and our, most of our listeners are in the central time zone in Waco, so straddling all three of those time zones uh, with Max on with us, but... Uh, again, a very dangerous team, a very, very uh, well-respected team by our coaching staff, and there is no possible way Baylor's looking past them. The way they do it, uh, um, Alvin Brooks, who we heard from, he's got the scout on Cal Santa Barbara. Another coach uh, will have the scout on the next uh, possible opponent, uh, could be Creighton, could be North Carolina State, but Baylor's full attention in practices this week today and then the uh, practice on the floor in Ball Arena tomorrow are on uh, Cal Santa Barbara because you see those upsets and people love to, you know, look at the bracket when it's unveiled and say, ooh, could this be the 12 over the 5? Could this be the 14 over the 3? And you don't want to be that higher seed that gets caught in one of those upsets. Yeah, like I said, you see it every year, usually not with the 1 and 2 seeds, Especially, obviously, not with the one seed. Only happened once to right. Virginia, but yeah, every year you see three and four and five seeds go down a lot in the tournament. 
So, uh, yeah, I don't think there'll be any problem with Baylor overlooking the Gauchos. And that's part of the experience of these guys and uh, this coaching staff in the NCAA tournament, uh, knowing the pat, 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 uh, pitfalls, you know, of overlooking somebody or not, you know, looking ahead, something like that. They're not going to let that happen. I mean, they are smart enough. They've got enough uh, pelts on the wall to know not to let that happen. So it is Cal Santa Barbara, Baylor's uh, first round opponent coming up on Friday. Tournament begins, we talked about the first four, two games last night, two games tonight. And then the uh, tournament uh, uh, in earnest begins on Thursday. Three Big 12 teams in action tomorrow. Actually, the first game of the day tomorrow, and it'll be on CBS at 11.15 Central Time, is ninth seed West Virginia against number eight seed Maryland. That is in Birmingham, Alabama. And that is the first game in the main draw of the tournament tomorrow.